Episode 58 of the Busting Balls Podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, bustingballspod at gmail.com. You're listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting-balls, or the PWOM Podcast Network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic... Likely or unlikely, 2021, John and Jeffrey play their usual game show for the coming season, and you can play along at home, too. John, what's happening, brother? Well, there's only one place to start, isn't there? The mighty Newport County starting off their quest to avenge the most <laughs> iniquitous playoff loss in history with a 1-0 winner Oldham today. <laughs> Last minute, 88-minute oh, winner from evergreen Kevin Allison, who might be the oldest guy to score in football league this season. Did I, hear, no, no, no. <laughs> did I hear Forest Green Rovers won today, too? I believe they did, yes. I think um, I heard that uh, as I was getting ready to listen to the uh, as I was getting ready to listen to uh, the Community Shield match on the radio as I was coming home from an auto appointment. Uh, yeah, uh, many league season, lower league seasons mostly have uh, have started, including the championship, League One and League Two in England. Uh, Scotland started last week. Um, Celtic not off to a flyer yet, but uh, Rangers can already put the this whole undefeated season schlock behind them. Uh, how, how did that one go, John? Um, that that was a one 0 loss to Dundee United today, I believe. Oh. Uh, Damn shame. Damn shame. And, yeah, and, and, and on the back of a loss to Malmo, too. Damn. Oh, they have to beat Malmo to go through to the next two Champions League qualifiers. Steven Gerrard's season is getting much, much harder than last year already. And th- th- this will play into something I'm going to ask during our, uh, during, during our main topic, too. Um but yeah, uh, there's uh, yeah a lot of football going on. The Svita Bundesliga started uh, last week, and of course uh, today uh, Germany is in the midst of the DFB Pokal first round. Uh, Saint Pauli already won; uh, they beat uh, Magdeburg, and I believe Borussia Dortmund's about to kick off against uh, or did kick off against uh, Van Wiesbaden. Yeah. Uh, by the time I'm recording this, so uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. that was your summer break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah, summer break was fun. Actually, you know, it was. Uh, it's it's been about what a month since we last talked. 
It's, I think it about that, yeah, it was um, just after the final, wasn't it? The the Euro the Euro twenty one twenty one final, um, and yeah, it, it it's been quite busy. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of which, let's, let's before we forget, let's talk about another cup final. Um, last weekend was the final for Concacaf Copa Oro. And despite, you know, CONCACAF getting its way and deliberately rigging the tournament so that it would be one of either USA or Mexico in the final, hopefully both is what their thinking was. They got their way. USA wins it with a jammy goal in in extra time. (laughs) 1-0. That's a very, very good win for the U.S. because I believe they didn't have any of the European players there, did they? So it's an No, it was an... It was an all MLS squad, uh, very young squad too. Not a lot of caps between them. Like they, they made a big deal about the fact that there were, like in the match against Qatar, even like the the average Qatari player had seventy caps, and the average U.S. Wow. player on the on the pitch had thirteen. Wow, that is. Maybe, you know, maybe just maybe it's a good sign for the U.S. men's team at last because, you know, they have been pretty much thinking the place out for a decade or so here. So, yeah. And um, yeah. So, yeah, that's two two CONCACAF trophies that the USA have won um, this summer, both against Mexico. And Mexico did feel the first team, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. So. But yeah, maybe maybe uh, you can get U.S. can get rid of that inferiority complex. So, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, maybe there's some hope after all for for making the World Cup in uh, in, in 2022. Maybe. Yeah. And, maybe. And obviously, this comes with a disappointing summer at the Olympics for the women's team as well. <laughs> yeah, the U.S. women's national team suddenly looking pretty vulnerable. Um, yeah. They did take bronze after all, but that was that that still falls short of of goal. And considering that they began the Olympiad with a three nil drubbing by Sweden, by uh, eventual champion Sweden here, of course, we should say. Um, of course, yeah. But Sweden, Sweden's always been a rivalry team, though. Absolutely. The question here is: Have you know? Have Sweden and the Netherlands caught, have they caught up with the uh, U.S. women's side here? I mean, it's entirely possible. I mean, I mean that team is aging, and yeah, yeah I mean, Megan Rapinoe won't be around forever. Oh no! Sorry, our queen here. Obviously, oh, we should sorry. take my, her, her Majesty. Yes, I, I my, my apologies. <laughs> yeah. But, so uh, yes, <laughs> maybe a change of the guard coming here, but you know, are they still playing, playing the best team in the world? We'll find out, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's, I mean, they still won something, which is good. I mean, they still, they fell short of goal, of course, but I mean, still, you know what? You, you you can't deny two consecutive World Cup wins either. No, not in the slightest. What they've still got the crane there, and you come against the queens, you better not miss, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, we we, we'll find out in uh, we'll find out in two years' time, I guess. Absolutely. How that so, goes. Two uh, two years of reigning yet. Who what did who who ended up winning the men's? Um, Brazil ended up winning the men's. They beat Spain two one in extra time. Oh, I thought Mexico had beaten Brazil. Uh, let me double check. But I'm pretty sure my. 
I was talking about this the other day. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Olympic football 2020. Yep, Brazil, Spain, and Mexico in the what got the bronze. Oh, I see. Well then, who who, who knew? Yep. So Brazil gets the gold in the Olympics. I did not watch a whole lot of Olympics because, um, yeah, the, the the whole idea of the Olympics this time around was just making me ill. As I, as those who may follow my other uh, podcast and and sporting interests uh, might know, I've talked quite a bit about it. Um, but, State of emergency here. Oh, lordy. <laughs> good God. Yeah, things are not good in Japan still, uh, COVID-wise, and it's just going to keep getting just gonna keep getting worse. And uh, that's going to play into a topic later on today, too, uh, in, in our main topic. But you mentioned changing of the guard. Yeah. Mr. John. Um, I did. Barcelona. Oh my God! What a summer, <laughs> you know. I mean, we we, not... we kind of talked about this last episode too, uh, but because but then we thought. Situation. Say again. But... <laughs> I'm sorry. Say again. Yeah, we didn't get the the exact situation that's that's come up in the last few days, which is, you know, it, it's it's basically the, the football equivalent of the end of the Roman Empire. You know, the Visigoths are sacking the new camp essentially. Yeah, um, um, yeah. Little Messi confirmed he will not be a Barcelona player this season. Yep, uh, he was he was all ready to sign that contract on Thursday and. <laughs> you know, we, by the end of the by the early evening, all of a sudden, Lionel Messi will is no longer a Barcelona. Well, he wasn't a Barcelona player technically, mm -hmm. but yeah, the, the contract got taken off the table, and he is a free agent. I, my God, how much is he going to make per week from probably PSG here? Yeah, I can't imagine anybody but PSG or Manchester City. Uh, Chelsea allegedly were trying to get in for him, too. It's like, yeah, no, I do not see that one happening. You no. know? God, no. Can you, would you really want to end your career at Chelsea? Jesus. I mean, I mean, he could go back to Newell's old boys. <laughs> that would be the big balls move, wouldn't it? It really would, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, uh, I mean, it, yeah, PSG have to be the front runner to get him. I mean, City can't get everybody. They just snared, you know, Jack Grealish for a hundred million pounds this week, which, ooh, yeah, I, I, and, yeah. And, the, the 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 English tax is high this season because I, I I'm not very impressed with Arsenal's transfer of Ben White either. Hey, the solidarity payment means that Newport get a little share of that, so I'm very happy with it. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> up, the goons, up the goons, I say. I but, as a fine season for you. Well, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I do too. I do. I think it's going to happen. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> but well, uh, again, for the second half. <laughs> uh, but you know, again, let, let's save this for. Uh, let, let's get back to the real topic here, which is it, it, it is not. It is not the fact that Barcelona are in trouble because we already knew they were in trouble. It's how badly are they in trouble? Yeah. I mean, you're talking Lionel Messi. You know, what's it, is he 34 now? He is still probably 
the first player in the world you would put in any team because he will he he could win you any game still, either with you know with a an assist or with you know or with a with a goal. Ronaldo might be the the better goal scorer, but Messi is an all round player. Will you know the stat? I think the stats last season from the La Liga said he's still likely the best player in the world even at that age. You know it, it's like. Federer and Nadal, um, Djokovic in the tennis. These guys are going uh, with the nutrition and conditioning are going on into the mid thirties at that same sort of ridiculous level. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, we we constantly still have this conversation, you know, in the NBA now too. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, Jordan uh, versus LeBron now, you know. Oh my lord, yeah. And different they, different got... eras, but but good arguments yeah. for both, honestly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's obviously you can never actually settle it for because they are transcendent talents in 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 basketball. I haven't seen them play. You just if you if you if you just look at a game of basketball, knowing nothing about it, you can still see. My God, those guys are technically on another level to everyone else. And right. again, you can still say Messi and Ronaldo in their different ways were on a different level to everyone else, and probably. At least Messi still is, even if Ronaldo maybe is slowing down a bit and isn't kind of quite got that burst of pace that he used to have. So, um, yeah, but I mean, let's face it now. I mean, Barcelona are in trouble. La Liga may be in trouble. Yeah, but but, uh, but then you 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 showed me something, and I didn't have a chance to really read in depth of, on it because it was like kind of like a last second thing. What happened yeah. with La Liga? It's uh, they got some sort of injection of cash or something. Yes, La Liga have, um, and this I believe is against the wishes of Barcelona and Madrid. They have uh, sold temp a stake of ten percent of La Liga, um, so it's voting rights, etc., to an, a private equity firm. I think I saw the name CVC there for two point three billion pound cash injection. Well, you know, there's nothing that private equity firms don't ruin, so... (laughs) Do you really want to go there? Because I, I, you know, it's a good idea short term, but, you know, is is that really something you want 10, 20 years down the line? I mean, this was one of the reasons I think um, Juan Laporta cited. Um, He didn't want this deal to happen you know he said this is something that would affect barcelona you know 10 20 30 even 50 years down the line so yeah i I, it's i i know we have the covid crisis um going on and you know revenues have been through the floor for almost every club in the world but do you really want to you know you're, you're talking years into the future you're still going to have to deal with these with this private equity firm who are just going to drive you commercially. They they you know they, they're not interested in anything but the money. They don't care about the standards or anything. Well, you have to think that you know they may be a little pissy about the fact that you know Lionel Messi will no longer be part of this league. They already oh, lost I'm... Cristiano Ronaldo. I, I mean, let's think about. It. I mean, ESPN. We just talked last episode. ESPN just signed an eight-year deal for La Liga, and now they won't have Messi. Yeah, they, they they can't put Messi on their in their advertisements now. Yeah, I mean half half of the thing I think with this with the Messi not having his own new contract, 
Barcelona, I think, to a certain degree, playing hardball with the Spanish league here. They're going, no, we are serious about you know about not having the rules applied to us like everyone else would have. So well, I mean, they, they still have yet to recant the Super League. And, and, you know, oh my, yes. Did you did you see that Real Madrid were talking about um, a, a court having ruled that the Super League is still legally valid and the resignations are not? And I believe it's they were saying it's a European ruling and it's got it's it's some district court in Spain from what I was have what I was seeing. So uh, I'm sure that I'm sure no money changed hands to get that ruling at all. <laughs> oh, oh, how cynical of you, Jeff. How can you say this? Oh, no, not <laughs> a corruption like in my football. <laughs> no, it's like you it's like you've seen football and administration before or something, you know, well, I mean, I mean <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> oh, good golly, Miss Molly. Oh. Uh, so we were we just mentioned, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. La Liga is maybe a trash fire this year. It turns out. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting at the top, anyway. <laughs> oh boy. Um, on related note, speaking of trash fires, uh, Chelsea have purchased Romelu Lukaku. From Inter Milan for 115 million euro. You know, if only they maybe had the foresight to not get rid of him to begin with. Yeah, you know, so yeah, they bought him for 12 million initially, sold him for 26 million. Okay, you got a profit there. And, you know, via Everton, United, and Inter, yeah, yeah, there's, there's another 18 million down the shitter for Chelsea. Um, as, as I believe the excellent Tactical Times account put, you know, who is it you saw? United, City and Chelsea had a look at the market this summer and went, yeah, yeah, we've got an extended year of, you know, UEFA relaxing their regulations for COVID losses. Let's go and spend a shitload of cash. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, United have already pulled Jadon Sancho and, and possibly, and, and I think Rafael Varane too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I cannot fault those signings. They, um, I, I still think they need, um, a, a, you know, a, an athletic kind of defensive midfield, a, a Kante type in there to actually lock the door on them, you know, to make sure they don't see goals. Because otherwise, I can see it being basketball with the way they, you know, they've got so many good forwards there. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like their business this summer. Um City hilariously, Pep said they've sold a lot of. They could afford Greece because they've sold a lot of players. I went really. <laughs> Have I they think, though? <laughs> I, I think part someone saw that they they had not counted a large chunk of Leroy Sane's fee, and that that's coming into this year. So that's part of the way they're balancing the books on that. Mm. Um, yeah, but you're talking. You know, you're talking three of the most expensive transfers in. British history there. Um, yeah, well, trying to pull off a fourth, uh, if Harry Kane has his way, uh, he got... F- proper title, please. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, Lord Harold Kane the third of Brexitshire. Um, <laughs> sorry. My, my, my apologies. I keep getting everybody's uh, titles uh, wrong today, don't I? <laughs> Well, it, it's complicated in, in the British class system, isn't it? You know, <laughs> the Arabs. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Harry Kane did not show up for training uh, for Spurs. 
I, we've since heard a, a, allegedly that he was quarantining after returning from holiday. Okay. Yeah, this was all planned. I'm going, right. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> and <laughs> apparently during halftime of the, of the Community Shield, which we'll talk about here shortly, um, they said that uh, Kane will be returning to Spurs. Okay, well, um, all right. So you think he's going to be happy to pay that fine? Well, let's hope not, because it'll be entertaining anyway. It, you know, it's it's the well. I, I don't know if he's even their best player because I think Son has a good shout on that one. But you know, they're mo- perhaps their most effective player, being in not being in a particularly good mood or with that, and having alienated the fans in a frankly classic agent-driven. I want to get out of here. Move. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Gang, uh, yeah, I well, you know what? I'm gonna save this because uh, it kind of relates to our main topic later. So uh, there's, there's quite a bit of our main topic where is gonna be uh, addressed uh, today. So you know. <laughs> oh yes. You you will have that. Um, yeah. So I mean, other than that, I mean, you know, Arsenal's transfer. Bleh. Other than that, I mean, there hasn't really been. We've we've had some record-breaking transfers, but nothing else truly earth-shattering for anybody else. I don't think. Yeah, there's not been that sort of churn below the top level. It's it's been all headlines really. Um, and the th- the thing is, you've got City saying that, and I think I saw that they, they you know they're offering players like um, Bernardo Silva and Raheem Sterling around. I'm going. Yeah, and they, they think they're going to get 80-odd million for them. And you're going, I'm going, that's fine, but who's buying? Because you know PSG are not going to help City out in any way, shape, or form if they can help it. Um, Chelsea might be your only option, but do they want them? Do, do they want them? Liverpool don't operate in that market for players of that age. Um, United aren't going to be helping City out. Real and Barca are not in a particularly good position. Bayern don't buy on that sort of scale. Um, Juve are not in exact in the exact best situation. Inter might have a little cash, but that's about all I can think of at the minute. You know, I I, I think the transfer market may be, after this window, I think it may be irreparably broken, honestly. I think it's, I think it's very, very depressed. It's going to... I think we're not going to see huge trend. You might see, you know, if if Haaland wants a move um, next summer, you might see that one big transfer. But the rest of it, I, th- I think you'll see a, a, you know, you might see one or two headline grabbers, but the rest of it will be a lot lower level that they were thinking of. Yeah, well, for sure. And, well, maybe a few other uh, unexpected free agents too, depending on how the Barcelona situation pans out as well. Oh. So... <laughs> who thought they weren't free agents. Yeah, well, exactly. And that, you know, so just goes to show, uh, kids, don't go into a billion euros in debt and and, and screw up your entire uh, salary structure, you know, that violates the the league rules because, yeah, ooh. Ooh, buddy. Uh, John. (laughs) Yeah, John, do you have any uh, more news for today? Um, oh wait, no. the community shield. Duh. Yeah. 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 And Leicester uh, loved themselves a Wembley date. They it turns out this year by be- you know they have beaten both the Champions League finalists at Wembley now. 
Um, oh my goodness. And it was off of a penalty too, uh, converted yeah. by uh, Clay Iannaccio. Um, um, that that penalty, I, Ake straight kicked him in the junk. <laughs> it it was frankly hilarious. That might be our new. That might end up being our new. Um, <laughs> that might end up being our new. Um, on the icon, okay. Our new, our new icon. That way, we could finally get onto iTunes too, because it won't take our uh, our current one. What? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm up for that then. Oh, we can, I mean, we can. Uh, um, yeah, we'll update our. Yeah, we can now update the icon for. <laughs> with sweet. Okay. Nathaniel we'll, 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 Ake. So. Then, oh yeah, I mean, particularly on the basis of, I, I don't know if you saw the uh the, the clip from a friendly this week with Leicester's midweek friendly. Oh, I saw that. Oh, God. Having his leg broken by a frankly abysmal challenge. Dear God. Uh, you know, and, and the guy didn't even get sent off. <laughs> I know it's a friendly, so it's frankly pointless. But my God, it, it, that that shouldn't be a challenge in any match, let alone a friendly. Um, Dear God. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it put me in the mind of when there was that testimonial for I think Stylian Petrov. It was uh, Villa Aston Villa against um, Celtic against Celtic. Yeah, and uh, Harry Styles of pop group One Direction was on the pitch for Celtic. You know, in a Celtic jersey number yeah. jersey number one D, which I thought was cute actually. That, that's all right. And, and, and Gabriel Egbonlahor just fucking bodies him. <laughs> Although there is the there is footage of, of Boris Johnson joining in a game of a game of football with uh, like kids and <laughs> frankly take, just taking the one guy out, not even playing the ball, just bump, <sighs> totally bodying him as well. <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, that 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 shit ain't funny. So uh, he, uh, our our best wishes to Wesley Fafana um, <laughs> in his recovery. Totally, totally, and but. Yeah, okay. uh, Leicester City are your are, are your Community Shield uh, champions. That's uh, gotta make Brendan Rodgers feel good. Uh, he had a big smile on his face, and you know the, this Leicester. You know, what's it? I, I know it's it's a, seen in a lot of courses glorified friendly, but that's still a third bit of silverware on the trophy in five in what's it? Just over five years for Leicester. Yep, that's pretty good going given the competition at the top of that league, and more than frankly most sides have won. Leicester have refused to go away. Yeah, well, and they, you know they kicked on after winning the league, and that is genuinely fantastic. It's a very, very well-run club. Yeah, the, even after the death of their owner, even the after Vishai's death, yes. Yeah, and and I mean, you, you they could have, you know, they could have had a hangout from from the way last season ended. You know, where they blew the the Champions League in the last ten minutes of the season. But you know they're back and they're looking good. So yeah, but again, like I said, they they've just refused to go away though, and that that's amazing, frankly. And they're a good side to watch as well. So really good side to watch. Yeah. So uh, I think with that, that's the end of the news. Yeah, right? I, I should say on behalf of uh, my friend, my friend Michael, and I believe uh, the Mike Ian Hepburn, a friend of the podcast here. Partick Thistle win their second game of the season as well, and I'll go in. They're in the promotion race here for the, right. to the SP, So, <laughs> hey, what's up, Michael? Hey, uh, hey, Ian, how are you? So, all good. All right. Well, with that coming up, today's topic.
Likely or unlikely, 2021, John and Jeffrey play their annual game show predicting situations for the coming season, and you can play along at home, too. Please, stay tuned. Episode 58 of the Busting Balls podcast. Tonight's second half. For your delight, likely or unlikely, 2021. Our third season of making sure that none of our predictions are in any way remotely accurate. Fourth season, surely. (laughs) Fourth season, surely. Fourth season, sorry, yes. God. See, I'm getting old. It's just my memory's going. (laughs) It's hard to remember that we've actually been doing this for four years now all right so the format here we are gonna alternate here until you know until we've reached probably the end of our all the predictions we've got jeff is gonna lead us off and uh and, and let let's go on then so of course you know for those of you who have missed uh previous editions of this we uh ask each other questions you know for for scenarios that could happen during the coming uh, football season as all the leagues start kicking off. And uh, the, the idea here is not to say yes or no, it's whether or not it's likely or unlikely to happen. So, um, yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll get this one started right off with Harry Kane will start but not finish the season as a Tottenham Hotspur player, likely or <laughs> unlikely. I think uh, it's quite likely because I think – that this that this deal, given how Daniel Levy is not the most sympathetic operator to losing his players, but um, will be quite happy to eventually take the money and for for an injury prone twenty seven year old. Let's not forget. So I I think Ooh, this deal will go through. That's edgy. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, so yes, I I think um, Harold Lord Kane the third of Brexitshire will be heading to northern pastures before the end of september but he will be at spurs for at least the opening game wow okay (laughs) see i i I think it's i think it's likely as well um i mean when you don't show up and you get fined for practicing um you know to, to to practice yeah that's usually a good sign that yeah something's coming down the pike here so uh yeah i think it's likely as well so, all right, John. All righty. On a slightly related note to this, St. Totteringham's Day 2022, does it happen, likely or unlikely? 
Based on the last few years, I'm going to say unlikely because I have absolutely no faith in this Arsenal team right now to even give us that. We 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 had it for about ten minutes and then it went away, you know. And <laughs> yeah, um, you know. So yeah, no, I, I I'm going to say unlikely. Well, you know, I, I think Spurs lose Kane, they lose their main goal scoring source. So I am going to be optimistic on your behalf and just say likely, but more for um, Spurs failings than Arsenal's virtues, so to speak. I, I, and, I, and I take that point, but at, at the same time, I mean, Nuno Espirito Santo, good manager. He, oh yeah, absolutely. He, he, he can get he can get results where you don't think that they will get results, and you know, and he still has you know the likes of Son. Now, mind you, they just spent you know mad money on uh, who was it? Jeez. Uh, he was it. Uh, uh, hang on, let me look it up. I just did it yesterday. I mean, it, it, it's like their second always their their second most expensive signing. Oh, Christian Romero from Atalanta. That's uh, Atlanta is a good signing there. Yeah. So, uh, well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna stick with unlikely for that one, and you say likely. So, okay, okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, NBC, the National Broadcasting Corporation, will lose the Premier League rights in the USA uh, after this next round of uh, of the international TV rights bidding, likely or unlikely. I'm going to say that um, there will be the money there to someone will bid more than they will on the on the fundamental level because there will be some 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 equity firm will happily bankroll that to get a big return on that. So I am going to say that that is quite likely. I'm going to say likely as well because I know that the Premier League was uh, not happy. When they heard about NBC, the NBC Sports Channel going away, which will be happening in the next month or so, uh, by the end of the autumn, there will be no such thing as the NBC Sports Channel. And uh, I know that the Premier League was not happy about that. So uh, there is a good chance that uh, I'm going to say likely as well. That NBC will the, the the will no longer. Have the Premier League, which means I can cancel my Peacock subscription because uh, God knows I'm not going to be watching WWE on it. So, so there's that. Uh, John. Okay. Um, related to some footage that's been on social media from the Man United Everton friendly today, Rafa Benitez, is he still in charge of Everton at Christmas? Ooh. Likely or unlikely? <laughs> You know, I still can't believe he's in charge of Everton now, uh, especially going back in the history of, of things he said. But then he did this once before, too, when he took charge of Chelsea after, you know, going around and about with uh, Jose Mourinho on the smack talk uh, way back when, too. So, and he won the league with them as well, despite, you know, not being popular with the fan base. Yes. Um yeah, but did, but wasn't that already when he was? Did he come in as like a late season replacement though, and won the league? Uh, it, it was oh well, it, the Europa League. It, it was half. I think he came in halfway through season. But Chelsea, you know, Chelsea manager have a history of that because um, you know Roberto Di Matteo coming in and winning the Champions League after. Oh uh, well, that's true too. Oh boy. 
Yeah, there was there was a story. I, I always thought he kind of got screwed, but you know. Anyway, uh, moving on. Um, you know, I haven't actually seen Everton yet, so I can't say. I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say likely because you don't often see new managers get sacked by Christmas. Often, and I'm saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying it's not likely to ha- to to happen. So yeah, I think Rafael is likely that Rafael Benitez will still be the Everton manager by Christmas. Yeah, but what, I, what's I, the context here? I, I I'm missing context. Oh oh yeah, it's it's um there there is footage from the um because and Everton got hosed in the front. They, they were three 0 down half now, and oh, I thoroughly God. recommend I thoroughly recommend that you see the first goal if you can. Purely for just the comedy with Jordan Pickford dropping a simple back pass to, straight to a, a striker. Um, and there was footage from the Everton, Everton fans. Um, they were giving it the fat Spanish waiter chance and the you're getting sacked in the morning. So, you know. It, oh, boy. I, yeah. They, they have to hit the ground running almost, I think. Yeah, it sounds like it. Well, uh, okay. I'm, I'm still going to say like, oh, you never gave me your answer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so, I, I, yeah, I, I think for similar reasons, it, it is quite likely to you, but I think that, you know, there will be a murmurs of fan discontent coming all the way through the season while Benitez is at Everton, and obviously <laughs> for him being an ex-Liverpool manager too, and the things he said. <laughs> Up next... Jack Grealish will not have a hundred million pound season, likely or unlikely. I am having a look at, you know, at Man City. I'm having a look at the depth of the squad they've got, and I'm going. I don't think, you know, bar maybe the currently injured Kevin De Bruyne. I do not think it's possible for any player in that side to have a season which would justify a hundred million pound transfer fee. There is almost too much depth. You know, the they players will not play every single game. Grealish is a really, really good fit there. You know, he he will he runs with the ball, he carries it beautifully, he draws lots of free kicks, which, you know, if you've got Kevin De Bruyne on your side, that's dreamland for you. Um, you know, and he will he you know, he will do the work in the final third as well that, that Pep likes, you know. He's not above those niggly little fouls that stop players breaking. He he is a really good fit at that club, at Man City, but it's nowhere near £100 million worth of, of success. So, you know, even if they, even if he's the one who tips over the edge, you know, almost maybe to winning the Champions League, is that really worth it? I I don't think so, because it's it's just based on what Pep's billion pounds of spending over time he's been at City. So I am saying it's unlikely that he has you know, a season. You, you know, you'd, you'd want Messi's output for for that sort of money almost, and there's no way that, that Grealish gives it, gives you that. Yeah, I'm so, gonna say, I'm gonna say it's unlikely. Uh, I'm gonna say it's likely he will not have a season that is worth a hundred million quid. So, uh, as well for for similar reasons, pretty much. And I think I, I think they paid way over again. The 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 English tax is really high this season. It seems absolutely. so. All right, release clause. So. Yeah, John. Okay, on a related note here, um, Grealish's former club Villa to play to qualify for European football at the end of the season, Ooh. likely. Boy, Villa, 
Villa started were really good in the first half of last season, and then they started missing oh Jack Grealish quite a bit, and they f- kind of fell off a cliff. They 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 studied themselves before the end, but it it was by far not enough. Um, they really need to get they really need to adjust their their playing system to not have Jack Grealish anymore, and I don't know if they're going to have the time to do that. So I'm going to say unlikely. Uh, See, I I really like the business they've done this season. You know, they've signed um, Buendia from Norwich. um, That's true. And I don't know if you saw it this week, Danny Ings as well as a striker. Oh, I missed that one. Watkins and Ings up front. Yeah, it was really quiet. It was just, you know, it was an out of nowhere thing. So it might be, you know, while while they're inquiring after James Ward-Prowse, they they said, can we have Danny Ings? They went and said, went, yeah. So um, I think they're much better equipped to, to deal with the absence of Grealish than they would have been, um, you know, maybe at the start of the window. So I, I'm going to be optimistic and say that they're going to be my sneaky pick to get one of the European football spots for this season. So I, I am going to be brave and go likely on this. Okay. But that might be my loyalty. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you, you may be a little biased there too. So totally. Okay. Scotland will be a much closer title race than last season, likely or unlikely. I think based on the results we've seen so far, it's, you know, it, it's, it's very likely there. I do not see a way that Celtic um, are going to be 25 points behind Rangers at the end of the season. Um, no matter if it takes, you know, Ange Postecoglou. Uh, I, I can't pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Postecoglou. <laughs> Postacoglu. The new Celtic manager. <laughs> How's that? Oh, Jesus. I, I, I can apologise. Postacoglu. Um, if it, even if it takes him a while to get that system that he wants to play in place, you know, to get the players playing the way he wants to, you know, Rangers aren't going unbeaten this season. And I, I think... <laughs> well, yeah, they, they've already assured already, that. So, yeah. Already done that one. Um, you know, that, that, that cost me a question already this year. I was like, <laughs> God damn you. I cursed the mate today, I tell you, <laughs> for a rarity. So, yeah, I, I, I think his top sides will be far more equipped to compete with uh, Steam Drive Rangers than Neil Hennon's ever were. So I am going to go with likely for that. Yeah, I, I am too, uh, pretty much because of the results today. I mean, they've already... Rangers have already taken a loss in in their title defense. So uh, already, I think um, I, I think Stevie G is already finding out that yeah, maybe maybe it's a little harder to defend a title than than anyone really thinks. So uh, yeah, I'm going to say likely as well. And I think uh, Andre Postecoglou uh, does get his act together as well because he does. As I've said, he has a winning he has a winning mentality and record and, and and has won trophies in leagues that I feel are equivalent to to the Scottish Premier League so I don't see why they wouldn't so so anyway yes uh likely John on, on a related note um and this is specifically about Celtic Celtic better last season's points tally and for the record that was 77 points uh I'm going to say likely, although they did not. Of course, they lost their 
their opening uh, league match, and uh, you know they're still fighting for a Europa spot right now. Um, I'm going to say likely, though. Um, they they will be playing tomorrow as we record, as we record this, which means they probably won't get posted until the next day. So um, hopefully they will have won by the time we post this. So uh, yeah, I'm going to say uh, likely. Yep, I, I I'm I'm going to go for that. I I think. It all, it all depends on how quickly as a Celtic get used to that new system of this. If they can get used to it and provide, you know, you want a title race with Rangers. You know, there hasn't really been a proper, you know, race. We, I, I know basically that the result, the races in Scotland essentially come down to two clubs and one of them hasn't been there for, for a decade plus. But that to me, um, that to me, I you, you want to see a, good race in that and I'm, I'm hoping that we have that this year particularly if as I say if Celtic can be improved from frankly the not great side they were last year oh they were a shambles last year there's, there's oh. no way around that it was, it was shocking absolutely shocking uh okay the La Liga title will remain in Madrid one way or another likely or unlikely See, at this point, I, I am going, and it, it would be related to a question, my next question, which is pretty good. Um, I I don't see who competes at the top, like, uh, with with Atleti or Real. I, I would go so far as to say that I think Atleti would start as favourites on that. Um, yeah, my, my, my son actually agrees with that uh, notion. I still think that Real are, are jammy enough to, to try to... You know, they'll yeah, they'll pull absolutely. something off. You know, yeah. I, I I'm just thinking that you know, the, you know, the getting rid of Rafa Varane, that that's your best defender gone, man. It's you know that that reminds me of uh, oh, go, go, let's let's go back to 2005 and a certain defensive midfielder who they sold to Chelsea or 2004 it was. I apologize on that. 2004. Oh look, Makaleli. He's he doesn't bring in the money. Off he goes, <laughs> and, and we all know the story after that. And you know, I, I think for me, the Varane thing is, you know, he, he's maybe not in the same, you know, class of one at the top of the field, but he is up there, and he is bet he is better than anything they have. So, uh, yeah, I, I I really do. I I think they all would be they they all have enough to be runners up, but I I would say yes, it's all for me. More than likely, almost certain that the title stays in Madrid this year. Uh, I'm going to agree with that. I, I think it's very likely. I don't think Barcelona are going to be able to mount a challenge like they think they will. Or, I mean, maybe they don't even think that they will at this point because, oh, God, Barcelona appear to be completely in the shit. So, uh, anyway, yes, I'm going to say likely. Cool. And on that note, the next question, very related, short and sharp. Barcelona will miss the Champions League this season. Ooh. Likely or unlikely. Oh, my God. That's spicy. Um, I cannot remember the last time Barcelona missed the Champions League. I think it's a good 20, 20 plus years. I mean, I mean, even when they, they had that trouble, you know, in, in that era that we discussed the other day be, between us privately – you know, that started with the Edgar Davids loan and, you know, led to the Ronaldinho era. Even then, they still finished second that year. Yeah. So, I mean, 
It was the oh. year they, they needed the hat trick from Romario on the last day to win it to get into the Champions League. But they, but they did it. Yeah. Um. Boy, you know, I think that they can. St- I, you know what? I'm gonna say unlikely. I, I think they will still make the Champions League, but it's gonna be a struggle. It's gonna be a struggle. Yeah, I, I mean, I let's not this way. I, I, their manager is not mediocre. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they are missing the guy who made them tick. Has made them tick for fifteen years now. Um, you know, you're talking about the forty seasons, forty goals a season you're taking out of that side, and who's replacing it? A, a lot of players don't want to be there or they've basically been told we would get rid of you if we could um so this is you know this this one for me is almost a 50 50 deal um i I think they have talent there and you know it might get them it's enough to get them past a lot of teams um but just for the hell of it i'm gonna go likely okay (laughs) Because I think that balances out the views on it for as a 50-50 chance. Okay, all right, and that's cool. fair. Let, let, let's, let, that I mean, it's a spicy take, but you know, it's what it's what we it's what we're here for. All right, get 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 ready for this one. This is not a fun one. Okay, football will go back to empty arena matches due to the spread of the Delta variant. Oh, oh. That that is a very very interesting question on that. Um, I th- it it depends on the country um, because I, I think you know I don't think it'll go that back to that in the UK. Um, I'm pretty because- sure because the UK are awful. So sorry, sorry, John. <laughs> no, no well, well, yeah, but um, I, I think that I saw in, in relation to someone some shitty article going the big divide in society is about getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated there was a survey response which went 93 percent of people are happy to get vaccinated straight away so yeah i, I think we will i i think it I, I do not think the uk will go back to it so unlikely on that score but will we see it in other countries who maybe aren't as advanced in the vaccination um yeah, I, I think somewhere in the world it is likely to happen, but I, I think not in my own country. But yeah, but yeah, elsewhere where the vaccine isn't quite as widespread, where it hasn't been rolled out, or there are troubles with that, or there are resistance to you know being vaccinated. I think it likely, but in contained areas. Yeah, I, I think the way things are going right now, I think we we will need to go back there, and I, I hope that. It does, but um, yeah, I'm gonna say likely because uh, it is not good right now. <laughs> no, not no. So. Okay, unfortunately, I haven't got <laughs> anything quite that serious. Um, okay, here oh, we go. J- just wait till later. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm now worried. <laughs> Funny. Okay, the Ballon d'Or to go to a player. Who is neither Messi nor Ronaldo this year, likely Ooh. or unlikely? Ooh. Um. Okay. 
I will say likely. Because, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going, you, you look at the way Juve and Barca have faded this season and neither was anywhere near the Champions League final this year, so they didn't get the little showpiece that they wanted. Um, yeah, I, I think it should go to the player who was frankly robbed of it when there was no award last season. It should go to, frankly, the best striker in the world at the moment, Robert Lewandowski. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, Lewandowski certainly has... Uh, yeah, he, he's certainly made his case, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> Unreal. You know, breaking that, what's it, 40-year-old record, Gert Muller's record. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I will say likely to that one. Cool. So, um, <laughs> Mikel Arteta will not last the season as Arsenal manager. <laughs> How did you know that I had that question? <laughs> uh, I didn't. I figured you might, but... <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think that Mikel Arteta will be in charge of Arsenal for the final game of this season, but I will not commit to anything after that. So I'm going... If, it was at this t- if you said this time next year, I, I would be saying unlikely but I, I i will just go likely on to, on a technicality here because because i think i it depends on what the arsenal board board's expectations are because i can see them being unrealistic given the levels that the competition are at at the moment uh, yeah you ain't lying there <laughs> um yeah I, i'm going to say you know what i'm going to say likely because at this point, Unai Emery statistically has a better record than uh, than Mikel Arteta, it, despite the the two trophies that you know Mikel Arteta kind of bamboozled us with at the you know at the end slash beginning of last season. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I think it, yeah that 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 really belies the uh, that uh, that really belies the, uh, the 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 story here. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say you're gonna say likely. I'm gonna say unlikely. Okay. No, I, I, I can. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Wait, all the way around. It's li- yeah. I say it's likely he will not last. You said it's unlikely he will not last. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. Two or more of the promoted clubs to the Premiership last year. We are talking here, of course, Brentford, Norwich City, and Watford. We'll stay up this year. Ah, shit. Okay, you finally nuked one of mine then. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say unlikely because I had a question for you, which is going to be Brentford will be the only promoted team to stay up. And I, I was going to say likely to that one. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say unlikely that two or more will stay up. I I would agree with that. Um, I, I would That's what I was saying. I think Brentford are the one promoted side that I can see have – Potential goals there with you know with uh, with Ivan Tony in that side who could I think could make a real impact on the Premier League. They're a good side to watch. They're attacking, and you can see that they might win games. Where Norwich, I'm just going. You know, you you sold probably your best creative player in Emery Buendia, um, Watford. I beg I, your I, pardon. Are, are you are you denying Timu Puki once again? I, I'm saying that Timu Puki, he might you know. Look, we we all know he wears under that under that kit. 
there is the the big S, the Superman logo. <laughs> yeah. But he cannot do it all on his own. He cannot create all the chances and score all the goals for them. Yeah, that, that much is true. So, so uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I I would agree with on on your question. I would say yes, likely that Brentford are the only side to survive. And on mine, yes, I would say it's unlikely. I do not see Norwich or Watford um, staying up. You know, I you, you'd need. Um, Brighton or Burnley or, or even, you know, Palace with all the outgoings there this season to fall below them. And I can't quite see that happening. So, yeah. All right. So, yep, that's what I say. All right. Um, Manchester City will not win the Champions League, likely or <laughs> unlikely. I mean, if, you know, the law of averages says eventually they they will win it by default by weight of the spending of money and the fact that you know uh, fortune will will equal itself out over time. But let's face it, it's one of the joys of football that Man City are so desperate for that first Champions League win. You know they've, they've spent what's it, a billion pounds for it, nearly a billion pounds for it since Pep's been just since Pep's been for God's sake, and they cannot get anywhere near it. So. I am going to say that it is unlikely that Man City win the Champions League this year. So, yeah, just just for comedy value, just to keep the joy of some one of football's few remaining joys going. Oh yeah, I'm gonna agree. Yeah, the, Man City will not win the Champions League this year. So yeah, that's why I guess. All right, okay. moving on. Okay, so related to related to that question I asked earlier about the. The uh, the promoted clubs, okay, two or more of last season's relegated clubs from the Premier League make a return. Ooh, I'm going to say unlikely because it's rare that that ever actually happens. Usually, yeah, it's, I... usually at least one stays down for longer. Yeah, yeah, because. <laughs> I, I don't see Sheffield United having the goals in that side. You know, they're, they're a fun side to watch, but they're, they're not the side which, you know, which did so well the season season before last. Um, so I, I don't see them coming back. And similarly, Fulham, they, they are one of these clubs that kind of go 50-50 for me. Um, so, and frankly, I, I never want to see West Brom in the Premier League anyway because they're such a dull side. You know, <laughs> As, as we have gone over many sides, screwing over their manager, and frankly, any side that appoints Sam Allardyce deserves all the schadenfreude it gets from everyone else. So, uh, yeah, I'm going unlikely to. Yep, unlikely. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, screw us. We don't need it. Um, Sergio Aguero will start the season without a club, likely or unlikely? Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I I think of the free agents he will be of the Barcelona free agents who they cannot still currently cannot sign I believe. Um, he, I think he will be the one who will they they will prioritize because he you know he is almost a guaranteed source of goals. I think they want him to do then what Suarez did for Atleti last season. So I am. I I still think it will take a, a lot of maneuvering from Barcelona because. I don't know if you saw it, you know, 
um, Juan Laporta with his press conference yesterday, it was pay-per-view. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you are desperate when you make those press conferences pay-per-view. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, so just, I think he, I think it is unlikely he will be a free agent, but I just, I really wouldn't bet against it because if, if, if Barcelona are reduced to Messi leaving, anything can happen. Yep, that, that is true. I'm going to say it's likely the way things are going right now. Because I'm sure Barcelona are still going to swear up and down that they're going to sign him. But, um, yeah, it doesn't ever actually happen before the transfer window uh, closes. So, we'll see. We will see. All right, your turn. Okie dokie. So, with, with regards to Champions League, this season, the representatives from England, a familiar-looking bunch of City, Liverpool, United and Chelsea. One or more of those sides misses the Champions League next season, likely or unlikely. Ooh, uh, I'm going to say likely because, uh, yeah, I mean, even though the Champions has been pretty predictable, you know, overall, but, um, yeah, it's the other three that have actually had a lot of, um, uh, what do you call, uh, a lot of variation. So, yeah, I'm going to say likely to that one. I like that. I like that. So, yeah, Spurs or Leicester maybe to come into those that fourth spot. I would love to see that, frankly. <laughs> you know, a, a part of the reason for asking it is um, at least three of those four sides have chucked a lot of money at improving where they were last season, you know. Um, mm. You know, with, uh, Chelsea seeing that, you know, trying to play Timo weren't down the middle was not a particularly successful or good move. Um, you know, United going, yeah, oh, oh actually, we just need another huge, another big forward to, another <laughs> fast-paced forward. Not that we have enough of them anyway, or, you know, or we need an extra defender because, frankly, you know, Harry Maguire is is a decent but not great defender who can do it all on his own. He's no fashioned English defender. And they, so they put money towards that. And City, frankly, you know, they they just want to hoover up two sides worth of talent for every single game, so they can so they can monopolize the league cup every year. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> so and obviously with Liverpool, we have a Liverpool have a fit squad again, which is frankly massively refreshing. So I I think with the way that they have put the that money together, um, put this squad together. I, I think it's quite likely that the, that the that the four will remain together. It's a rarity, I know, but uh, yeah. So I'm going. It's unlikely that any of them will miss out. Uh, okay, sounds good. Um, Liverpool will have a better season than last year, but still not win the league. Likely or unlikely. Oh, I think it's unlikely because, frankly, as ever at this point in the season, I'm going to say that Liverpool will end the season lifting the trophy this year, and this time in front of the fans at Anfield. Come on. Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I will say that, you know, you can say that City could have one of those seasons, particularly with their depth and the quality of squad, where they put over 100 points up again, and, you know, that matching them is near impossible. But Liverpool, we are extremely unlikely you know to get to a point where they're fielding what what have to be eighth or ninth choice defenders again so you know we will i think we will put up 
15 to 20 points more than we did last year. Um, quite and you know quite easily. But whether we win the league or not is not you know it, realistically we can do it. Will we? I don't know. So I'm going to say we can do it. So yes, likely. So it's likely that they won't win this. Uh, because oh, no, no. The, the, because the question was, uh, we'll have a better season, but still not win the league. Okay, yeah. It's unlikely that we won't win the league. Okay, you, I, you know what? I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to say likely because, oh, shit, Man City are looking <laughs> like they're going to war here. So that's yeah, all yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. But come, okay. Yeah, but related to that, as, as um, one, one of my slightly, how shall I put it? <laughs> <laughs> slightly facetious questions, you know, Guardiola does a scanners after a, a an innocuous decision goes against his side oh. at some point. Oh, God. He, he he was doing that today. Yeah, I saw. I know. My God. You know, it was, remember, I, I, I've said this a couple of times. It was him pulling that bullshit to Caleb Porter you know, the then manager of the Portland Timbers in the MLS All-Star game back when Pep was still managing Bayern that made me oh, lose, like, a ton of respect for Pep when he when he did that. Yeah. Like, he, Jesus he is, Christ, man. He is very, very highly strung. And, oh, boy. And uh, is, I, so I'll say the, likely. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with that, too, because he, he uh, it's like I said, he is, massive, he is massively high strung, and this is why I think other teams have a shot at him because he put so much pressure on himself and put so much pressure on his players that they are prone to make bad decisions in at crucial moments, even despite the fact, you know, these are almost, to, you know, almost the 22nd player or among the best players in the world. So yeah, I'm going with quite likely to. <laughs> Paris Saint-Germain will regain the Ligue 1 title, likely or unlikely. Frankly, I don't think it matters whether you add Lionel Messi or not. After last year, uh, you know, what what happened when when they won the league? The guy who won the league, who beat them to the league title, quit. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think it's very, very likely that they win it, even despite um, Maurizio Pochettino's allergy to silverware. Ooh. But I'm going to say uh, likely as well. I don't think... I don't think Lille is going to repeat this feat this year, so, especially for the reason you just said. So, all right, next up. Okay, let's go. Okay, City or PSG to actually have FFP sanctions enforced against them over the, the, at some point during the season. Are you fucking kidding me? Unlikely. Uh, it will never <laughs> fucking happen. <laughs> I mean, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Come on, give, give me the real question now. <laughs> Yep, I, I was totally going with that too. Yeah, it, it's not happening, particularly when they're going, oh, COVID losses, so you can't do that. So, you know, no, not even slaps on wrists are going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's, you, it's, you, you wait for we'll find some way to fuck that up, you know? It, it's like, here you go. Is, is it, are these COVID losses a chance to put your house in order? Fuck that. Let's go and spend, you know, let's go and pay Lionel Messi's wages. Let's go and buy a a, mid, a, a star player from a mid-table team for 100 million. House in order doesn't matter. Jesus. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, it, it's that whole thing, uh, the, uh, the, 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 uh, 
that that tweet about me sewing. Fuck yeah, man! This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, me reaping. Oh man, what the fuck is this? This sucks. Reaping <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Danielle Mallon, who I did not realize was an Arsenal youth player <laughs> at one point. Danielle Mallon, newly signed to Borussia Dortmund, will score. More goals than Erling Braut Haaland, likely or unlikely. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I am going to say simply because the way he has started the season, I think Haaland scores it. He, you know, he's going to challenge Lewandowski at the top of the chart. Daniel Mallon is capable of it, but... Um, I, I don't know if she has the, you know, I don't know if the team is built to support that. So I'm going to say unlikely. Um, you know what? This was a, this was kind of a, uh, a, a, a smack talk question from, uh, from my son. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> unlikely as well, just because I, I I'm just going to say unlikely just because I don't actually really know, uh, uh, Danielle Mallon that well. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to say, uh, yeah, it's unlikely that that uh, he will challenge uh, Howland's uh, goal output this season. But, you know, I hope they I hope they combine to, to do business, at least, you know. That would be nice. Absolutely. Uh, next up. Okay. The U.S. national women's team, lest we forget, because we didn't roll this phrase out earlier when we were talking about them, pound for pound, the best side in the world. <laughs> achieve equal pay with the men's team for their international duty likely or unlikely it's going to be unlikely but now the men's team has actually come out in support of equal pay for the women so that will hopefully help their cause so and that's something we forgot to mention at the top of the show so yeah uh, that was what prompted it because i'd I'd seen that so (laughs) And yeah, I think so, it should be world football as well on that front. Oh, I agree. But, yeah, I'm going to say unlikely, but there's been a boost. Yeah. So there, there, there's that. So I think we're a step closer towards it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I would agree entirely that it's unlikely that anything will happen in that short a time frame. But should it happen? Hell yes. Uh, staying in Germany for me, uh, Bayern Munich will retain for its 10th Title in a row, likely or oh. unlikely. I I know the the way they operate. I I I'm afraid I do not see anyone being close to Bayern again this year. You know, we we might see what we've seen in maybe the past couple of seasons, where the first half of the season it looks maybe that someone can get at them, and that then you know second half of the season when you need the stamina, when you need the squad, when you've got the the quality players, and frankly, when you've got Robert Lewandowski's goals, you just back Bayern every time. So I think Bayern are overwhelming favourites for the you know for the Bundesliga again this year. Below, yeah, you know, let's face it, let's reorganise the Bundesliga. Bayern can just play friendlies; everyone else can compete for it. I'm up for that. <laughs> you know, they can have Champions League every year. I'm all good with that. But yeah, um, I think yeah, I think it's very very likely that Bayern will be the champions. Yet again, I, I do as well. So, Sadly, yeah, I, I, I do as well. All right, next up. Next, okay. 
let, let's go to Syria R here, um, because Ooh. you know we have, we're one of the few places we haven't been. So I, I think you might remember that last season was a you know apart from the league title, which was deservedly won by Inter by a, a almost a street in the end. Let, let's talk about will Juve miss the Champions League next season, likely Ooh. or unlikely. Uh, I'm going to say unlikely. I think they will make the Champions League, but this kind of this kind of falls into my next question, oddly enough. But yeah, I'm going to say unlikely. I think they will make the Champions League. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think I, I think they will sneak it. There there are you know there are five or six good sides who could make the Champions League. But you may have a way of, uh, of getting there. And frankly, yeah, they, they've still got Ronaldo's goals. He's still got Dybala there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's very likely they make the Champions League. Sadly, so unlikely they miss out. Well, you know, my my next question was was this, which was um, neither Inter Milan nor Juventus will lift the Scudetto at the end of the season. Oh, I like that one. Um I think, yeah, I think at the start of the season, the team in the strongest position to lift the Scudetto are, frankly, are actually Milan. So, and I'm I'm saying that I think Milan will win this year after, because frankly, Inter, after winning the title, everything just seems to have imploded on them. You know, <laughs> so your best goal scorer, your manager goes, ouch. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it is, I, I think... Inter have problems of trying to establish a new identity um, and uh, play, their new playing this year. I think Juventus are something of a mess, um, and they have holes in that side. Yeah, and fuck them we, for their part in the uh, <laughs> for their part in the Super League. So absolutely, hundred percent on that. And you know, they, they, by the fact they have to pay Ronaldo's wages, you know, and he is not going to improve at his age. So. Yeah, and he he you know again talking about he he wants to say himself for the Champions League essentially for the most part. So I'm going to say likely. Uh, I am too. I'm going to make the brave dark horse pick that Sassuolo is going to kick ass and take names this season. Come on, <laughs> but no, I'm... but no, I, I I agree. I think uh, AC Milan actually may be in the driver's seat this season. So uh, yeah. Because uh, both Juventus and Inter have a lot ha- have had too much uh, too much uh, alteration and 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 tumult uh, going on behind the scenes. So I think uh, I don't think they'll be able to put that together. So absolutely. All right. Next up, John. Okay. Cool. And another one, uh, a close to home question for me. Okay. Wales will qualify for its first World Cup since 1958. Likely. Or unlikely. Ooh. Brother, I hate to do this to you. I'm going to say unlikely. Um, I, I I don't know. They they did not exactly inspire a Euro, I have to say. They, um, they, 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 you know, once they went out, everybody forgot about them. You know? He was just like, oh, shit. If only whales were here. But, you know. Washington um, <laughs> I, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna say unlikely. I'm, I'm sorry to do this to you, but yeah, I, I have to say unlikely. Well, I, I am surprisingly gonna say, say it's likely purely on the basis that, um, with the complicated Nations League qualifying system, 
we finished top of the B group on that. So we have an easier path to qualification than we probably should have based on the on the group we're in. So I am going to be a complete optimist, really, for me, because frankly, the Wales international side, if there's ever one, you know, with, with the one glorious exception of 2016 and perhaps this last Euros, the Wales side are very good at letting you down. So I, I am going to give them the opportunity to let me down one more time and say that it's like... <laughs> Um, okay, one that will not be a laughing matter at all. Um, nothing will change with regard to racism in English football this season, likely or unlikely. As a wider societal problem, which has a lot of leg-mouthed assholes, um, I, I think it's unlikely. But I would point out that the taking of the knee before every game, it has been approved and it and the FA and the Premier League etc are very very happy for it to happen so well, there were some boos there were some boos even this morning at the uh, at the start of the community shield match oh, I will yeah, point yeah. out I, I don't I don't think anything will change that quickly as in this season I don't think anything will change across Europe as well where we've seen think we've seen you know incidents of racism um, but I think that the players taking the knee and openly talking about why the knee is taken is going to go a little way to set an example and maybe helping in the long term. So I think unlikely this season that anything will change, but hope. But I'm going to be able to say in the long term, maybe these examples that we're seeing will change minds, will get the conversation, necessary conversation started. I think that the 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 backlash to the backlash uh, that happened for Bukayo Saka and Marcus Rashford and John Sancho, um, it's an optimistic sign. But I don't think that anything con- I don't think anything tangible will happen. Sadly, so unfortunately, I'm going to have to say it's likely that nothing will change with regard to racism in English football. But unfortunately, you know, when you have a centuries-long way of doing things, sometimes it's going to take even longer to, to undo that. Absolutely. And, and which is a, a, a sad thing, but I, I again, the, the, the backlash to the backlash gives me a lot of hope, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I think there is... I, I think the racist towns are, are in the minority, but they are very, very loud about it. Well, and they have, you know, media yeah, presence exactly. too, sadly, you know, because they own the papers and they, you know, they, you know, they're the ones who get on the TV. So, you oh, know. Did you see, did you see that? Um, I think there, there was this, there was Marcus Rashford had a tweet out about a story that was going to be printed about him in The Spectator. I did see that. Uh, was that last week or or? It was, uh, it was yeah, it was, it was either last week or earlier this yeah, week. Yeah, I, uh, I did see that. Yeah, that sounded like some bullshit to me. Oh, it was, it, and it was. Um, I say, someone said they made up, you know, they made up stories about Marcus Rashford to give to the spec, you know, the, the Spectator to see how far they go, and the Spectator who published someone who has um, called Taki, who has praised uh, the Wehrmacht and the bravery of German troops in the World War Two. 
he yeah they published material and they were quite happy right at the last minute to publish quite unsubstantiated stuff about marcus rashford so yeah i i think fuck that when did the spectator suddenly become there's nothing suddenly about it, it Is that, been... maybe i'm thinking of a different i mean there's a the magazine here maybe i'm confusing my magazine so oh, yeah. you, you might be on a new statesman or something which isn't particularly but uh yeah maybe i am confused yeah maybe i am confused anywho um oh, oh it's your turn sorry okay here we go the english english refereeing association are still unable to implement var properly over the course of the season Likely or unlikely. Oh, one hundred percent likely. In fact, I, I yeah. say that that is maybe one of the few actual stone cold locks I will give on this. Like, I will bet money that 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 happens. <laughs> Death taxes and the referees will fuck it up. Oh, <laughs> yep. <God. laughs> yeah, English refereeing is the absolute worst in, in yeah, the I, sport. Yeah, I know they make noises about going. We're not going to use it for um, trivial incidents. Or trivial things, which I immediately wise crack to someone. Does that mean Arsenal aren't going to get penalised by VAR at all this season? Yeah, but, bull- you know. yeah bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I, I, I think that yeah, it, it will not. I think they may learn a few lessons from next last season, but I don't think they'll learn the right ones. So yeah, I have no faith in it. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I'm with you, brother. <laughs> Mike Ashley will finally sell Newcastle United, likely or unlikely. I I think it, I think he just cursed now. I, I think you know some some someone someone they upset someone somewhere and they cursed that club with Mike Ashley. And Mike Ashley, you know, in 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 ten centuries time when we are all dust and forgotten, Mike Ashley will be a brain in a jar, unable to sell Newcastle United. <laughs> He, he will be there, just you know that that sci-fi monster in a neon tube, and the Newcastle fans of the 31st century will be cursing him <laughs> yet again for not being able to sell them for three buttons. You know. <laughs> oh God! They will be trying to exercise him. They will be getting <laughs> access from every possible church to come in and try and get the spirit of Ashley from the club, and it will not happen. Oh, dear so, God. I'm going. Wow. See, <laughs> a, 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 listeners, this is where we, we, we peel the curtain back a little bit and reveal that we don't tell each other what we're asking first. So the fact that you actually went on this rant unprompted is awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, by the way, yeah, no, he's not selling the club. It, it, it's unlikely. <laughs> Oh, good. All right. <laughs> Next up. Okay. So, again, this this one is slightly closer to one for me. The mighty Newport County will correct the burning injustice of last season's playoff final, in, you know, which was induced by the most inept refereeing display in the history of football. Not that you're uh, bitter or anything. Not that I'm bitter at all. Likely or unlikely? Uh, you know, if Newport County continue on their path, I think they may actually get automatically promoted this time. So uh, hey. here, here's hoping. So, yeah. I'm, like, I'm liking that. 
<laughs> and we're off to a good start this season as well. So yeah, well, that's always a, a plus. Okay, here's one. This is uh, I'm gonna say that my son suggested this one. <laughs> so blame him <laughs> if I get buried for this one. <laughs> Lionel Messi will actually flop wherever he lands. <laughs> I mean, my God, you're. How how are we defining that he flops? Because you know, again, you're talking a guy who who what, he scored seventy bloody goals in a season once. You know. Well, I, okay, I, so I get that, but at the same time, it, it was. Oh, we're getting some feedback here. It was in a in a system that he basically grew up in, and now he won't have that system. If, yeah, I mean, I think it's unlikely he will be as good as he was at Barcelona because, you know, Barcelona was always, and rightly, frankly, with the, with the player of Messi talents, it was built to get the maximum from Messi. You know, that might have been to their detriment in the last few years. So, but I think if he goes to PSG, they win the league. You know, if it, you know, even if he gets 20 goals, they're, they're happy. They're happy. So I am going to go unlikely because the guy even you know even if he's going to a, another league at a late stage of a season i i think he'll be okay so i think if, if we're talking by the standards of do i expect him to get 40 goals at you know going to a new league in his mid-30s i think it's likely that he flops on that score but if we're talking does he do well enough to help his new club to win silverware and does he look good I think that would be quite lo- unlikely that he would flop. <laughs> right. I, mean, I don't think. I don't think he's going to flop. I don't know how. If I mean, he may not be as effective as he was at Barcelona. And let's face it. I mean, I still think PSG is in the driver's seat to get him anyway. So. Oh yes, exactly. That's why I'm thinking. The, the, and, the... and and furthermore, he has worked up. You know, he's worked with Neymar before, so you know. Yeah. Oh man. There you go. Here's one for you then. Off, off, off the cuff. Neymar and Messi fall out spectacularly at some point if he goes to PSG. Like <laughs> <you're> on- <laughs> well, I don't know. They, they seem kind of chummy uh, during the Copa America uh, final. So I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Pissed off Messi now, and you know Neymar wants to be the main man at wherever he's at. Yeah. Well, that that's another story entirely. So. Uh, what's, what, what, are you going with that for your next one? Or? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that next one. I've, I've got one more after this. <laughs> okay, well, a- okay, I, I have two more remaining. So let me, uh, maybe let me get my two and then we'll end on yours. All right. Okay, so uh, my last two, starting with another brand new side to the Premier League, being one that has never been in the top flight during the Premier League era will come up from the championship this season, likely or unlikely. Well, that's because I think the only one that started with 3.8 is Luton off the top of my head. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at, looking at the composition of the championship, and um, what have we got? We've got three – I think we've got three clubs in there who haven't played in the Premier League. No, four clubs. Five, five, with Preston and Peterborough there at the end, at the bottom as well. Uh, do we? Is this prompted by you wanting Millwall to come up here? Or no? Um, remember, I, no. Remember, I just own Millwall. Yeah. Um, that's all right. That's cool then. Um, yeah, you, you forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, remember, yeah. I disowned Millwall after yeah, I, after I, their I, fans I, booed the 
through the knee. So yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know if you'd, you'd recounted remotely on that at all. So, no, nope, uh, nope. I, yeah. I, yep. I, until I see evidence otherwise, yeah, no, there, I've recanted uh, Millwall. So, cool. So, and, if there was any team I was going to follow in the in the championship going forward, it would have been Brentford. But now they're up in the Premier League. So, hey, I'll do. Okay, so we're talking Preston, Peterborough, Millwall. I think Luton got relegated, uh, and Bristol City as well. I am going to say it's unlikely. I think one of those clubs might hit the playoffs, but I think the of the sides that look decent in there to me, I don't see any of the new sides coming straight up. So I'm going to say unlikely. Yeah, I am too. I, I don't think it's going to happen uh, this time around. It's I, a shame. I, I, yeah, which is a shame, but yeah, I just yeah, I don't I don't think so. I, I, I mean, I don't think that all three of the ones who got relegated are going to come back up either, but I don't think we're going to see a, a new Premier League club. We're not going to see Premier League club number 51 come up, basically. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. And then my final question will be, Sunderland will finally get promoted from League One, likely or unlikely? <laughs> well, from... from uh... What, what my, my my good friend on Twitter, uh, who is a Sunderland fan, was tweeting today. Um, they they look better than they were last season. Um, I, I'm going to be quite optimistic. I, th- I think it's it's a case of they they have been largely mismanaged and they should be at least a championship side. So, so I am going to say likely and hope that they come up with uh, Caroline Zipswich. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to say likely, too, because, well, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, they dodged already, they already dodged one bullet by uh, Vince McMahon not buying Sunderland. So, you huh. know, they, uh, I think they, they deserve yeah. that at least. So, you know. Seeing Vince McMahon slap all the way to Sunderland would be so wonderful. <laughs> Here! <laughs> Here's Sunderland. <laughs> oh, the oh god! Oh my god! Vince McMahon pl- cutting a fucking promo on other on the other teams. Dear God! <laughs> oh, oh, oh god! I, I I'm disappointed it didn't happen though. <laughs> Oh my god! And, you know, it doesn't matter. He's gonna be selling. I, I think he's gonna be selling WWE this year. I think the way things are going, another another. Twelve or more uh, talents got cut last night. Oof. Yeah. So anyway, um, all right. Your final question. Okay. The final one. Frankly, this is really good thematically because I'm going to end the second half exactly the same way I ended the first half by mentioning for purely for Michael Ian here the mighty Partick Thistle. Do they return <laughs> to the Scottish Premiership this year? Two for two. Come on. Sure, why not? <laughs> hey, why not? Likely, there you go. They have the back end of the wrestling balls, and <laughs> I, I tell you what, one one last one from Scottish football: Is anyone going to better someone better's Loch Ness's kit for this season, likely or unlikely? Hell no! <laughs> yeah, come on, <laughs> that is an emphatic hell no. Yeah, Loch Ness. Yeah. yeah, we we love us some Loch Ness kit. Hell yes. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, 
yeah, uh, play along at home. Hope uh, you have your own answers, and we'll see how wrong we were. Come, uh... of course, we we we've said that the other three editions too, and we still have not gone actually ever gone back to see what we actually said. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, one of these days, one of these years, we actually will do this. But uh, <laughs> with yeah, that, is say again. <laughs> I'll keep these questions for the end of the season, Ivan. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we say this every year, and then we never do. So, <laughs> yeah, he says, put questions straight in the bin. <laughs> oh God! With that in mind, this has been episode fifty-eight of the Busting Balls podcast. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod or email us at BustingBallsPod at gmail dot com. Uh, you've been listening us through our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud dot com slash busting dash balls or the pwom podcast network soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only and you can find us on spotify search busting balls podcast john any last words i'm hoping that everyone out there even arsenal fans frankly (laughs) enjoys the optimism of a new season because frankly we all know in two weeks it'll have vanished so (laughs) enjoy it all guys Oh boy, yeah, we will uh we'll be back in a couple of weeks and uh we'll yeah, by then the Premier League will have kicked off. Yeah, they kick, my game kicks off on fucking Friday while I'm at work. This is bullshit. Oh man, you got the Friday game? I... Yeah, yeah, and, and it's Brentford versus Arsenal, which is a game I really uh, would like to have seen. So I am looking it's a great kickoff game. Man. Oh god, yeah, you know. Oh well. Anyway, until then, it's good night for me. And it's good night from him. We'll uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take.